This is the Pickle Planet Podcast with Jenna and Tosh. Sit back and get a drink. Let's talk about parenting and how to survive it. Welcome to the Pickle Planet Podcast. I'm Tosh Taylor. And I'm Jenna Morton. And we are thrilled to have you with us again this week and to have one of our favorite guests back again for her annual visit, we've decided. (laughs) Hello, Natalie Davison. I didn't know you were going to call me a favorite. Yeah, of course. I just need a moment. Uh. I'm very competitive. (laughs) Great news. If we had an award to hand you right now, we would hand (laughs) you an award. (laughs) You guys are the best. Good morning. Good morning. So we had an absolutely fantastic conversation with you around this time last year that has, it's funny because it's actually been on my mind a lot lately. So anyone who hasn't watched or listened to that episode should, should go back and find it. And I'll, I'll, have, I'll post the link to it, obviously. But we had you on before to talk about your year of nat leave. <laughs> and about you kind of taking a year off to focus on yourself and your family and then what that did for your business. And mostly I've been thinking about it in terms of trying to deal with some of my children during this time. <laughs> hey, yes. <laughs> I'm all like, oh, take a year off. Now everybody's like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, I was, at first I was like, oh yeah, I meant to read that book that Natalie said so that I could better deal with all this. So I should. <laughs> but now I'm thinking it's also really good because a lot of what you kind of went through in your, your nat leave is kind of what everyone's been forced into in some ways right now, right? Everyone's been forced to just... Not everyone has halted, but everyone has had to reinvent themselves in some way. Yeah. What, what, what are you taking from all of this right uh, now? So it's so interesting you say that because when this all started like falling apart, I was like the, the world fell apart is what I'm saying. But when everything started kind of crashing down, um, it's so interesting you say that. I looked at my husband kind of day three or four And we were just looking at each other and we were both like, we had this um, really interesting sense of we've been through worse and, you know, and, and we were both like, huh, well, there's a silver lining for all that crap. (laughs) I just remembered it's a family podcast. I was, I had another word, Um, (laughs) (laughs) but here's a silver lining. Isn't this interesting? Right. Because when we went through, I mean, you know, in the other episode, I talked about all the great things that came from having a year off, but like the reality is I lost my job uh, while my husband was living away for work. So it was not a great, like, it wasn't, we weren't like, oh, let's take a year off. It's going to be the best. I mean, it was yeah, and, all, and your kids were young and you were dealing with yeah, a lot of stuff with them. Yeah, exactly. So it was actually in response to like one of the hardest times in our lives. And the only way I could figure out to go forward is to turn everything else off. Right. And not work. Um, so it's so, it's so interesting that we were there, but what's really been so helpful for me in going through court, cause we're, if anybody's listening in the future, we're still in quarantine right now. Um, but what's been really interesting and comforting for me in going through this is that we navigated that alone. Um, all the hard things that we've had to deal with in our lives we've navigated alone and whether it's together alone or with our families alone or alone alone um that's where shame happens because you you can hide and there is no shame right now like no matter what happens to each and every one of us there's no hiding there's no shame 
you know, I know that we're not, when people say we're in this together, I, like, I don't, first of all, I don't believe that. I mean, I do believe that there are definitely different levels of privilege and um, different levels of situation happening 100%. But what is true is that we are all, nobody chose this and we are all having to make hard decisions and comparative suffering is not going to be helpful. And so we're in this situation where, you know, there are people that are going to not have a business at the end of this. There are people that are going to be sick after this. We don't even know the health outcomes that we're going to be facing after this. Um, and nobody is going to look at you and say, how could you let this happen? And I think that it's such a weird testament to our society that that's what we're really afraid of, but it's kind of what we're really afraid of. And so this idea that we, there's nowhere to hide. There's no point in hiding. Um, we're all having hard experiences and, um, that I think that gives people a lot of, or should be giving people hopefully a lot of, a lot of freedom there and not shame. I like the way that you have kind of, um, I don't know, the way that you're keeping your business going, keeping your, your attitude high, like um, your videos are the only TikTok videos that I don't turn off. Ah! <laughs> you're the only and, ones I've ever watched. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's because I, I know you off. and I think you're hilarious already. Oh but you have, found, <laughs> you have found such a great way to transform <laughs> such a crappy situation into a good situation for a lot of people. And I think probably a really great way for a lot of people to learn as well. Well, thank you so much. I, um, yeah, so I've been making TikTok videos. <laughs> it's like, it's the big, it's the, it's the most hilarious thing. I was talking to Kira, my business partner this morning. I said, I'm on the Pickle Planet podcast later. She goes, what are you guys talking about? And I said, probably TikTok. Like everybody that I'm talking to is on another podcast last week. Same thing. They were like, let's talk about your TikTok account. Uh, it's hilarious. My kids have been consuming they weren't allowed to have an account but they've been watching tiktok videos for like a year and they text me them so for my kids that's like they text me videos of dogs doing things to music like all day every day right like and i thought that's what tiktok was so it was, it was really not my like my place um but what ha what happened my you know what my friend jane actually who is in burlington ontario and uh, she's a professional pole artist. Um, she was like, hey, you do those dance videos. On, I started doing dance videos like back in November on, on Facebook. Um, and she was like, you do those dance videos every Friday. Will you do a TikTok duet with me? And I'm like, what? Yeah, of course I will. And I was like, oh, act cool. Go Google what a TikTok duet is. Right? So then I learned um, that what happens on TikTok is you get these audio tracks. Basically what it is, is like you can use these audio tracks. You can use your, make your own, but most people are using audio tracks that already exist and they're making a video of themselves over that audio track. And they're usually licensed audio tracks that you wouldn't be able to use on most social media, but they're like 15 second clips. So you can. And now um, what's happened is artists want to go like Justin Bieber wanted to go viral on TikTok. That was like his big goal for his most recent single, which is insane. So it's allowing creators like me, like random moms, to be able to create content, use that licensed content, allow the uh, actual original artist who's 
making a lot of money to, you know, go more viral themselves. And it's just a really interesting creation platform. So, um, so anyway, so I'm giving you such a long story, but Jane wanted to do this video. And, um, so she, you know, she said like, try this song and I'm like, okay. So I go find it. I realized that like millions of people have done a specific choreographed dance to a specific 15 seconds to a specific song. And I'm like, this, this was like uh, a month this and a half This is made ago. for Natalie. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but also, like, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, so then I was stressed out about all the moves, right? So now I have, like, hacks. I can learn dances really fast. But it took me, like, two hours to learn my first dance. So this is what gets really crazy. So I had, like, posted some things on there before not knowing what I was doing. And this one day, I just took the time to learn it. And then I posted my dance my first dance to TikTok, and then Jane would come and duet it, and then that would be her video would be the two of us, but mine would just be me. And so I post this original video, I'm like, oh, I need a caption. So I throw like a sticker on top, and I, the text I wrote was, um, imagine how embarrassed you would be, or no, uh, I would have been so embarrassed if my mom did this. That's what my caption was, right? So you guys, today that video will hit over 30,000 views. That video went viral. I have not been able to hit to do it again. I've been trying to recreate it ever since. Um, that video, a month later, I'm still getting like, this morning I checked, it's like 29,000. Yeah, I get like 1,000 views a day on this video. Like it's oh my gosh. going, it's, it's not even good. The quality's <laughs> crap. Like, um, you know, I screwed up at one point, my toe stuck on the floor. So I didn't like smooth that smoothly. Like all these like technical issues that I see. And I know I sound crazy right now, but it was, it was like, it's just been really interesting. So I've had this like little mini viral moment on TikTok and I've been trying to, uh, beat it ever since because I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, it. it's on the internet. <laughs> I read that the algorithm will reward you if you create content every day on it so I make a dance video pretty much every day. What I love about you posting your videos and you doing all this outside of just like how fun it is to watch you be so competitive with yourself <laughs> and watch the videos because they're funny but I love that to me, it's really about you finding this voice and I think helping other people want to find their voice, whether it's TikTok or not. I think it's this really neat way that you both as a mom, as a person, as a business owner, have been able to find a new platform for yourself during all this. When you said it, I had like these worlds colliding because I've got a couple of things happening um, that are unrelated but related as i was you know starting to get this like little tiktok thing going totally unrelated like literally personal life fun um over here in my professional business where i coach train teach mentors small business entrepreneurs mostly women and specifically who serve like their local communities um i've got my clients showing up over here and they are paralyzed in fear about so many things. Um, but probably the hardest thing that I was able to walk through with them is the uh, criticism and the harshness that people started showing up with, right? So, I mean, this is the scariest thing we've ever collectively lived through, obviously, you know, as a group. And uh, there are a lot of people with ideas about the right way to pandemic as humans, as businesses, as families. And um, 
we're particularly hard on business owners for whatever reason. I don't know why. I don't know. You know, I mean, I can, I can take some stabs at it, but we are particularly hard on them. And oftentimes those business owners are just regular people who happen to not have an employer. Like that's really it. And so as I'm navigating that over here, and I'm over here on TikTok dancing. I really had, there was really no connection there until uh, someone I care about a lot and I consider like a mentor made a piece of content about my videos and how irritating they were and um, how they had nothing to do with marketing and why am I doing it and how it was bothering them. And then they were able to reflect and achieve this level of like, ascension into like oh like and then I realized it's just fun and fun is a feeling and that's marketing whatever like whatever the insight was doesn't really matter um enough to me on my ass I went to oh I swear <laughs> um I went I laid in my bed for like three hours crying I was devastated because for me this was something I was doing in my personal life I was sharing it sure but um it had enough it was nobody's business it was hurting nobody like I'm literally dancing on a video like it's hurting nobody like you can just unfollow it was such a hard thing it and it was hard in so many ways TikTok the other the thing about TikTok they get a lot of bad, like a bad rap but like that platform is overwhelmingly positive uh the only thing I see are people dancing and laughing all day telling jokes that's it there's no talking about politics, there's no fear mongering, there's, it just isn't there, it doesn't exist on the platform, it's just joy and lightheartedness. And so for me, spending time on that platform was actually really how I was, help, I was coping with a really hard time. And so I was like, oh, I found this great thing that is making me feel happy and giving me joy in the hardest time and like I am being like not only judged, like of course you're gonna be judged for everything you do, but like publicly called out. And I was like, what? Like if that's happening to me, so it was like I had this experience that was just so parallel almost to what these business owners were experiencing, which was really important because I I think I had to feel that pain and like and that and and then find a way to forgive that person and move on because like like things annoy all of us, right? I just don't generally make content about the person, but like, um, you know, I have, I've like, I mean, for every great thing I hear about like, oh, like it's so funny, keep dancing on the internet, like it makes me happy, you make me smile, like whatever, um, thank you for showing up, I didn't, I needed this today, like for every one of those I, I see, I see or hear, you know, maybe for like, I don't know, 10 of those I get one person who's like, it is so annoying and and like yet I only listen to the annoying right so um, I really needed that experience to be able to show up a little stronger with my clients that I need to help walk through this and um, it got me just more fired up and so you know we've had as a business I'm just like rambling right now stop me if you need me to but like we have as a, as a business you know we launched uh, two programs during this pandemic one of them was brand new we launched uh, a course in the middle of this. We just wrapped it today. We taught it over the last four weeks. It was definitely our most successful cold launch ever. We didn't do paid ads. Um, it was unbelievable. And if we listened to people out there, you shouldn't sell things during a pandemic. We then launched the marketing lab. You also shouldn't sell two things at once. And then we launched the marketing lab and we had our highest applications to the marketing lab ever in the history of our business, which is our big program. And I was so scared to launch the marketing lab at the beginning, I almost didn't. 
Like I was lit, I was like, I don't think we should do it. And because I was scared and what was I scared of? Like, would people think we were bad people for trying to save our business? Like I, I have no idea, but if I've learned anything through this, it's all of the stuff I used to say about just be yourself and show up is, um, it was, it's been put to the test and it's more important than ever. And it's more valuable than ever. And you are, you know, we'd get like an occasional hater here or there before, but it was like, they were just seemed quieter. I don't know, but like it's louder now. And so you really have to, you really have to be sure about the impact that you're making and it has to be worth it. And uh, yeah. And I think, although you've been talking about it in terms of business and your clients, I think what you're saying resonates for everyone. And I think that for some people, they're seeing the good in this situation and realizing how important it is to be kind and to be compassionate and to actually stop and realize that, yes, you cannot compare any one thing about one person's life to another one, right? There, there is no room for comparison anymore. There should not be. And that's my hope is that's the one thing that people kind of take away from this is that you have no idea what someone else is, is going through. Mm. And there's no way to judge whether that's harder than what you're doing or worse than what you're doing or how they should react to something that happens that there is no value in doing any of that. Yeah. So it, it all comes back to right. that. Like if you it's can't wasteful. say anything nice, don't, don't say anything at all. Cause it yeah. just, it sucks your joy out as much as it sucks it out from someone else. Yeah. And I think you're so right. It's like, it's a waste. It's just wasteful. Yeah. And I think that it's really heightened right now because so many people are emotional. And so, so many people are reacting differently than they might normally to things that I really hope that more and more people start to, to have that experience and hopefully not in such a, a way that hurts them to get there. But sometimes you're right. That's what has to happen to us to get to that point to realize, oh, yeah. Okay. No, what matters is what I think. What matters is what's happening to me. I know what impact this is having on me. And I know that's valid. It doesn't make what's happening to you any less valid. We're all in this together. That part of it, we're all in together. Yeah. It's true. And one of the, you know, one of the interesting things that I've found um, myself doing is I've gotten really intentional about sharing only positive content in a way that I never expected. Cause I pride myself on my ability to have difficult conversations. Like I really do. Um, I pride myself on my ability to talk about hard things with people and to make, but I guess what I've really come to feel in the last couple of weeks is this is not the time for some of our hard conversations that are very, very, very important. Um, it is, and, and I hope that doesn't sound like it's coming from a place of privilege. Um, and I, and I recognize that it, that it is sort of, but like, I'm not contributing to conversations that are not going to be helpful for the sake of having a contribution in the conversation. And so that means I've had to delete some responses and comments and, and, uh, I'm pretty unapologetic about it. If I write something after and I'm like, mm, that could just be, that could just be like hurtful to somebody, you know, I let it go. I did a video. Um, one of my TikTok videos I did after Justin Trudeau had said speaking moistly, I get the audio <laughs> clip 
I made a video that I thought was hilarious. I mean, I think he's doing a fantastic job as are all of our Canadian leaders. And uh, I was like, oh, this is, this is super funny. So I did this video and I brought it over to Facebook and I posted it there. And someone that I have known my whole life, she's, um, you know, in her late sixties, early seventies, she lives alone. She's no, she's nowhere near us. She's from the other part of Can like the West of Canada. Um, she was super offended. She commented on it that, um, she found it was disrespectful to our leader. It was hurtful. Um, he's doing a great job. How dare I? And it was really like, it just made no sense. Right. Like, I mean, it was like, obviously like this has nothing, like I'm pretty sure Justin Trudeau thinks it's funny that he said that. Like, I don't like, and in no way was this video at all a commentary on his abilities as a leader. However, what I did recognize in that moment is that it was late at night and I got that post from her and she's been my Facebook friend as long as I've had Facebook and she's a lovely human, but she was ripping me, like ripping me. And it was out of character. And when I recognized in that moment, it was a really good chance that when I woke up the next morning, there was going to be a lot of people ripping her. And so I took the video down, not because I thought it was wrong, but because again, I'm not going to be part of these conversations. I'm just, I like, I'm taking radical responsibility for the energy that I'm leaving behind me. And so, you know, that includes that. So did I put negative energy out there? No, I don't think so, but I'm also not going to host it. I'm not going to create a place where it can exist because this is a good person who was about to be definitely ripped to shreds by my supporters who were probably well-meaning too, but we're all inflammatory right now and we're all defensive. And so I just have no space for that right now because we, we've got important places to put our energy. I think uh, we all thank you for that. Because you're right, so many people are on the defense right now about every move that is made by anybody. Everybody's watching each other's houses. And anything that we can do right now to put a smile on people's faces is greatly appreciated. Um, and we do have to wrap up the show, though, unfortunately. So how about we tell people how they can find you and uh, get some more information or at least watch your TikTok videos? Right. Uh, so you can watch my TikTok videos on TikTok at Nat Davison, N-A-T-D-A-V-I-S-O-N. But that's not, um, you know, how I make a living. Yeah. So, <laughs> not yet. It. Not yet. Um, but if you could go like that first dance video, I appreciate it. <laughs> go like Get you over that 30. Um, my business is Mirror Marketing and we teach marketing. So we teach marketing to entrepreneurs who are usually, you know, practitioners in whatever they do, uh, but need to learn how to transfer those skills digitally. So we have different programs that help with that. And you can find us on Facebook or Instagram or really anywhere on the internet, Mirror Marketing. That's who we are. Awesome. Cool. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us again. And we'll have to mark it on the calendar to do this in uh, April, 2021. Apparently, <laughs> that's apparently when we talk to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, in the, in the, when we share this, we'll make sure we share the link to our discussion last year and yeah, everyone can uh, follow us along, follow along with us. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. We're a pickle planet podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, wherever it is that you are listening to your content. We are there. We are on Rogers TV. We are on the internet, pickleplanetmoncton.com and the podcast hub. Absolutely. And if any one of those places you want to give us a review, we would love it. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening.
This podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.